Hello and welcome to E3, Energy and Efficiency with Emily. I'm your host, Emily Mottram. This podcast is all about architecture, building science, and female entrepreneurship. So prepare to get nerdy. Welcome back to the podcast this week. Thanks for tuning in. Um, This is episode 21 for season two, or actually episode 58, if you've been listening along to the podcast the whole time. So in the month of June, I'm actually going to try a couple of different things and we'll see how it goes. And one of them is to introduce a shorter podcast, a 15 minutes of breaking down building science with Emily, uh, to help to offset some of the longer episodes that we've been recording. Uh, If you haven't had the chance to tune into last week's episode with Reggie and John, please do. It was an hour and a half. It's a long listen, but if it doesn't get you fired up about building science afterwards, I'm not quite sure what will. So to offset that, because I know we're all super busy and there is a lot of really great content out there right now, I'm just going to do some shorter segments and hopefully that will fill up some time in your uh, schedule to listen into some of the other really fantastic podcasts that are out there right now. The idea behind these shorter segments is actually in reference to one of my favorite podcasts. So a uh, shout out to you guys. Breaking Down Your Business is a great podcast with 15 minute segments of really actionable items. And I don't think you can go wrong with that. Having a a uh, very short amount of time and just listening to one episode is great. Or if you're in the car for an hour and a half, you can listen to a bunch of episodes. So those guys are great. Definitely check them out. If you listen to me because you're interested in building the Unbuild It podcast with Jake and Peter and Steve is also fantastic. They just started doing that. If you're into building science, there are actually a couple of really great building science podcasts, including the Building Science Podcast by Positive Energy and the Green Architects Lounge with fellow architects Chris and Phil Kaplan. So those are two great Building Science Podcasts. They're actually uh, probably a bunch more podcasts that I don't even know about. So uh, the Modern Craftsman and uh, Entrepreneur Architect, if you're an architect. So, so many great podcasts, lots of great content out there. If you haven't tuned in yet and you've been listening to the podcast, you've heard me mention BS and Beer. On Thursday nights, Mike and Travis and I, along with our media partners, Green Building Advisor and Fine Home Building, have been putting on the Building Science and Beer Show. It's a live event on Thursday evenings. You can join us by going over to thebsandbeershow.com and joining in live on the Zoom link, and you can watch it afterwards by following the Green Building Advisor blog post in their Building Science blog and linking to it on the YouTube channel. So I mentioned the BS and Beer Show because today's episode I want to talk about Pretty Good House. So last night on the BS and Beer Show, we had uh, both the godfather and the scribe of Pretty Good House, as uh, we like to term them, Dan Colbert, the godfather of Pretty Good House, and Uh, Mike Means, who is a host of BSM Beer, but is also one of the initial uh, people who started the Pretty Good House movement, um, was going to write a book and has written many articles about it on both Green Building Advisor and most recently on Dwell. So if you happen to catch those, you maybe have learned a little bit about Pretty Good House. Last night, we had the pleasure of having Dan share one of his projects where he walked through what 
pretty good house uh, metrics he used on his projects, including everything from his traditional double stud wall to uh, monitoring systems that they use to make sure that their wall systems and their indoor air quality and everything else is where they want it to be and that they're comfortable with this happy, healthy, durable home that they have. We also had Jeff Adams. You've seen some of his projects as uh, poster childs because he is a very talented architect who designed a very interesting and cool house that follows pretty good house measures, but out in California where um, a lot of boating science has been uh, attributed to the Northeast. Maybe it's because our climate zone is very cold. It's really important to do it here, Um, but we can do better building science everywhere across the U.S. And so Jeff had the opportunity to share um, what he did on his California project and what things they decided to do and what things they decided not to do, which is the best part about Pretty Good House, where it's a flexible standard. It's not a hard, rigid standard that you have to meet certain uh, criteria in order to qualify. In fact, it is a um, totally uh, non-funded project and uh, just those of us volunteers who are trying to get the word out about building science and how to build better. And so if you think that you've met the pretty good house metrics, uh, we often say, you know, go out, buy yourself a plaque, put it up and say you've met the pretty good house standards. Um, Or as they joked last night, send $50 to Dan and he'll send you a plaque. But The idea behind Pretty Good House is just to bring the level of building science up for everyone. And our third guest last night was actually Allison Bales. He's been on the podcast before. Um, Go back a couple of weeks and listen to his Are You Breathing Possum podcast. uh, Because one thing that we don't talk about enough in the building world is understanding heating systems and ventilation. And ventilation is so critical and so important. And even in Dan's presentation last night, talking about the FUBOT that they put in this house and he looked at the graph and he said, oh man, the CO2 is high. We got to get back in there and take a look at it and, you know, increase the ventilation. So having Allison on to talk about both his climate zone, which is also different from the Northeast, and to talk more specifically about the systems that are part of these houses. If you build a pretty good house, you can really cut down on the systems that you have. And if you build a high performance house, it's really critical what systems that you have. Ventilation becomes that much more important than uh, even just heat loss and and the efficiency of the system is comfort levels and good indoor air quality and your health are so critically important because if the building shell is done right and air tightness is done right, then hopefully you're not leaking a lot of heat to the outdoors. So you're not reheating a lot of the heat that you need to stay comfortable in your home. And then you want to talk about ventilation. You want to get rid of the moisture that collects inside the house before it becomes a mold issue. Or you want to get rid of the carbon dioxide in the house before you're sleepy and tired and sluggish, especially right now where we have a lot of people working from home and that wasn't a condition that they previously were doing and being home all day long and possibly living in a really tight house and potentially not having ventilation means that you're having a lot of spikes in carbon uh, dioxide in the house and you might be tired and struggling and wondering why you know it's so much harder to to get things done during the day and there are a lot of reasons why it could be difficult to get things done during the day. Um, 
if you heard a couple of weeks ago when I was on with Christine, I mentioned even in my own home, we were having an issue with VOCs and uh, I was having headaches and I was tired and I couldn't figure out why. And it's work from home as I was here all the time and working from the office. And I just assumed that it was drinking too much coffee and working too many hours and only come to find out when I put my air quality monitor in my office that we were getting a lot of VOCs that were being pushed to the office space and the carbon dioxide was really high. And so as an energy professional, that's something that I should already know. So expecting all of our homeowners to know that on their own is really outside of the box. And I talked with Reggie and John last week about how we just need to bring the bar up for everyone. And that's really what Pretty Good House is meant to do. It's meant to be an introduction to building science. Uh, We love Green Building Advisor. We love a lot of these resources like buildingscience.com and Energy Vanguard. But if you're new to building science, there's a big threshold of learning and there are so many ways to do it. Uh, They make fun of me a lot because my favorite statement to say is, it depends. You know, what WRB should I use? Well, it depends. You know, what, what insulation should I use? Well, it depends. And so, when you're just getting into building science, it can really be overwhelming to to jump onto these deep dive building science sites. And um, we wanted the the barrier to entry for building science to to be much easier for people to understand, which is why it started with the guideposts and it started with a couple of prescriptive measures that we think that you should go for. You should always attempt to to build smaller spaces. You should attempt to build with more carbon-based materials so that you can reduce uh, carbon emissions from day one. Embodied carbon is something that we need to get a handle on in the next 10 years. Um, We have the most of the time looking at operational energy and operational carbon. But uh, right now in the next 10 years, embodied carbon is going to have a much bigger impact than the overall 100 years. And if we don't get a handle on it in the next 10 years, then it sort of doesn't matter what we do in the next 100. So um, we started with some guideposts, some metrics, putting together the right team so that everybody is on board, um, improving the efficiency of the structure until it's no longer economically viable. Um, It's great if you have all the money in the world, then I say you can skip Pretty Good House, go to Living Building Challenge. They are the ones pushing the forefront right now of building science. If you can afford to do that, that is absolutely the best thing that you possibly could do. Um, But if you don't have the time or the money or the energy to to get into um, doing a passive house or lead or Living Building Challenge or Energy Star Home, and you don't want to participate in a program, understanding the underlying building science principles behind it is is critical. And so, you know, put in better windows if you can afford to do so, and do better with your insulation package, which is the hardest thing to fix after the fact. Um, it should be the last thing that's value engineered out of a project, is we shouldn't be, um, we shouldn't be taking out 
our our efficiency of the system. And and I don't mean just the energy efficiency. And as pointed out last night on BS and beer, the most critical thing that you can do is your water control layer. We have to make sure that these buildings can uh, shed water away from them and they can dry when they need to. And they can dry in all of the directions that they need to. When we talk double stud walls, we often talk about drying in both directions. It needs to dry to the exterior and it needs to dry to the interior because we have a super super thick wall. And so water control and knowing where your water is, how it's, uh, how it's being addressed by the building. Um, we talked very briefly about rain screens last night and how it's really just an extra CYA with a rain screen is, you know, if or when something gets in, you're giving it the extra ability to dry. Um, And then followed very closely after water control layers is uh, your air tightness. And that's the most uh, bang for your buck. We've always talked about that in low hanging fruit is the best thing that you can do is air seal. And that is how you'll do the best. So even if the only thing that you can do is to um, have a better air seal with your, maybe you're doing it on the exterior, that's the easiest way to get a continuous air seal is with a WRB. Um, doing a, a really great job at air sailing is going to be the best possible scenario and it will improve the comfort of your building the most. And so water control layer, then air seal, then insulation is kind of the, the direction that we like to go, but really having your entire team on board working I'm an architect, so I like to say working with an architect, but working with a really great building science designer is also uh, an, an okay way to go to get those great houses. If the house is laid out really well, then we don't have to talk about square footage and we don't have to talk about uh, what you what you should have based on market value. We can talk about um, what you need personally for your family to live a healthy quality life and design should always make a better house and sometimes things that are better cost more money Um, but a lot of times things that are better can just be designed and laid out better and your thinking about how it's better should come back to uh, durability of the structure and the efficiency of the structure and your mental social and emotional well-being when you're inside your home. And that's how we practice. So I encourage everybody to go and uh, watch the recap of the BS and Beer show last night. You'll get an introduction to uh, how PGH came about by Mike, which is great. It's the very first of the beginning. So if you only have a few minutes to watch it, watch the introduction to PGH. And if you have a little bit of time, uh, take the time to listen to Dan and Allison and Jeff talk about their projects and how they met and achieved PGH. It's definitely our goal to have case studies in the future on the PGH website, and we're always looking for volunteers uh, and people who want to uh, participate in Pretty Good House because we want to help people garner that building science information and knowledge. So if you would like to participate in PGH, feel free to reach out to me, emily at matramarch.com. I hope you enjoyed this short snippet on building science this week. And um, if there is someone that you think that I should talk to on the podcast that you would really like uh, 
to ask a burning question to if you personally would like to be on the the podcast or um, if there is a breaking down building science in 15 minutes topic that you'd like me to cover just reach out for more information on pretty good house go to the prettygoodhouse.org or the prettygoodhouse.com thanks again and we'll see you next week <laughs> <laughs>